Welcome to Business School. In the description of this show, it reads, depending on who you talk to, the startup landscape is either inspiring, confusing, glamorous, or scandalous, and sometimes all of the above. Every week, Burrow co-founder and CEO, Stephen Cool. That's me. And startup veteran and stereotype studio founder, Phineas Ellis, that's me give their honest, irreverent take on what's happening in the world of startups. Yeah, so when I went to business school at Wharton, we would always cover these really interesting but antiquated case studies on things like a a manufacturing plant that makes cars that need to get turned around in the 70s and how do you analyze the the factory workers, the use of their time, or how to turn around a beer company in the 90s. And, And I always wanted to cover topics that were more relevant and recent you know, things like that had happened in the last month or or last week even. And so we wanted to basically create a show that would cover these topics in lessons that you would go through like you're in business school, but do so from the lens of people who are actually building these companies real time. And so like, how would a CEO of X company react to Y situation that happened last week? And in some cases, we'll actually have that founder or CEO on the show giving their take on how they handled it. So... Why are we qualified to speak on this? Let's give our backgrounds. I started my career at Warby Parker in the very early days of the business, entry level, answering phones and emails, processing orders. The company was already experiencing significant growth, but during the three and a half plus years I was there, the company really exploded and became this nationally renowned brand that we know today. I rode that wave as long as I could, and I actually pat myself on the back for staying as long as I did. It's a testament to the business. But I finally left the company and was interviewing a whole bunch of places and ended up whittling my options down to two places. One was a small direct consumer men's shoe company called Jack Irwin that had just raised money and they were poised to grow quickly and become a household name. And the other one was WeWork. And I ended up choosing Jack Irwin which is a story for another day, but it was me demonstrating that I was wanted to be part of the startup culture and the startup world and truly be building businesses from an early stage. Then I did a stint with a chef friend of mine opening a pop-up omakase-style sushi restaurant inside of a small nightclub in the Lower East Side. So I ran the business side and he ran the food side. We did that for about a year. Then I became a consultant working with startups like Bonobos and Peloton and a bunch of others, then joined an experiential marketing and design build agency called Bobby Red. And we had a number of different clients, mostly working with digitally native companies to build out their retail footprint for the first time. And that's when I met you, Stephen, at Burrow. We ended up being the designers on your first store which leads me to today. And now I run Stereotype Studio, which is a podcast production company. And our offices are based inside of the Burrow flagship retail store in Soho. That's right. This is a long-winded way of getting to how we met and how we started this podcast. Yeah. It's been very fortuitous how this all played out with us now sharing the location at 47 Worcester. And then My background is after spending several years in consulting and finance, as I mentioned before, I went to business school at Wharton and in the very beginning there started on a business concept for a direct-to-consumer furniture company with my co-founder, Kabir, and that ended up becoming Burrow. 
So we worked on that in school in our first year and then applied to Y Combinator, got in over the summer and then spent the second year basically living in New York City, building the company and then launched it in April of 2017. Burrow has ridden this wave of being one of the direct-to-consumer brands that got funded by venture capital. We've raised over 30 million bucks from people like Y Combinator, like I said, and NEA, which is the largest VC in the world. And we've also experienced the many ups and downs of, of what it means to be a startup, um, including two years ago when we were burning more than a million dollars a month and, and struggling to keep rapid growth going to more recently actually being profitable and scaling incredibly fast and launching several new product lines and whatnot. So it's been a wild ride. And I would still consider myself in the early stages of what it means to be a founder. No doubt. Yeah, a lot of lessons still to go. It's been crazy. So very much looking forward to unpacking a lot of the lessons learned for myself and then also uh, from, from other folks who are also going through it. Yeah, I, I think it's important that we answer the question, why do we need this podcast? Where does it fit in? And we called it business school in a playful way, primarily because, well, Stephen went to business school, as you mentioned. I didn't, but we both have been part of this consumer ecosystem that was born online starting about 10 years ago. And what has developed over the last 10 years is a real culture around this consumer digital first way to build a business. And because of a number of different things, we find that it's shrouded in mystery in a lot of ways. I'm really excited about the show for a lot of reasons, but one of which is that I get to learn from you, Stephen, on what it's like to sit in the founder chair and grow a business like this. So I think that we can be the show that peels back the layers of this industry in a way that magazines like Inc. or Fast Company don't do quite as well or don't do in the way that we want them to all the time. Or because they can't, right? Like, And I think founders are oftentimes, founders and executives are oftentimes very guarded when they talk with the press, right? And for good reason. You make one wrong quote, that could end up being the headline and making you look like an idiot versus, you know, on a podcast like this, people can be a little bit more open and, and candid without there being as much risk involved. And I think that's really helpful for people to hear the overused term of inside baseball for how to, how to think about this. And we've both met a bunch of super interesting founders and investors in the consumer startup space. And we're going to host these people on the show to give their perspective. And that's what I'm also most interested in hearing about are some of the war stories, lessons learned, mistakes made, just really interesting stuff about what goes on behind the scenes in, in building these companies. Because I think there's also a lot of misnomers about what it means to build a startup. And the reality is most people are just kind of figuring it out. And the ones that make it further and further just get better and better at figuring it out. And those people tend to be super intelligent, driven, just dynamic people that everybody would benefit from learning from. If you are wondering how you could support this show, the best thing you can do is subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, hit the subscribe button. So you'll be notified when we come out with a new episode class dismissed class dismissed <laughs>